0: Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1, or should I say, Stop and Go F2, as we look at the F2 from this weekend in Baku. And uh, if you've been following me following the F2 this season, you'll know that this is actually my first proper season properly following the F2. One second, I'm going to move the camera a little bit there. There you go, that's a bit better. Uh, Yes, this is my first proper season following the F2, and I have to say, man, I love it Honestly, I absolutely love F2 this year. It is incredible. Of Formula 1, Formula 2 and Formula 3, F2 is easily the most entertaining racing for me. It's absolutely fantastic. And, you know, this weekend was no different. Let's start with the sprint race from yesterday. So it was Richard, Richard Vachur on pole with Zane Maloney alongside. But it was a fantastic start for Victor Martens, who went right off the line and tried to thread the needle between uh, the two of them, but then got sandwiched and ended up hitting both. sure would then hit the wall on to off of turn one, and just drastically fall down the grid. Zayn Maloney takes the lead, but then Zayn Maloney had a puncture, and also fell down the grid, and uh, it was uh, Dennis Hauger, who took the lead of the race he started p6 but by the end of lap one was in p1 an incredibly dramatic first lap in the f2 um yeah so martin's from a fantastic getaway was just sandwiched by the two guys in the lead unfortunately uh, this one ralph boshong his car breaks down, he parks on the side and brings out our first safety car of the sprint race. Uh, Zane Maloney retires the car due to suspension damage, but dramatically, we would see him later on. We'll get to that later on. Uh, safety car ends on lap 26, and we get a fantastic battle for P3 between Deruvula and Vesti. Uh, this is when Berman makes his first appearance in my notes for this weekend and it's not his last one because he was doing some fantastic overtakes he started in p9 by lap uh, by lap seven he was into p5 great stuff from ollie behrman uh vesti was able to get past deruvula for p3 on lap 10 but then behrman was just ...on him instantly. Duruvula had just had this fantastic battle with Vesti. Vesti got passed. the thinks, oh, that's over. He looks in his mirrors. Behrman is just on his rear wing straight away. And then Behrman gets passed in for P4. Uh, Owasa retires the car after a very disappointing race. He had his DRS stuck open, so he retired the car Awful weekend... ...for the then championship leader, Ayumu Owasa after qualifying only 17th and i was watching qualifying and i couldn't see anything that was drastically bad because you know there was a lot of guys you know backing up trying to not give each other a toe and that could have ruined him in terms of what time he got his lap but he got a lap in that didn't seem to be interrupted it was just slow and because he was 17th, like, he didn't even get the re- the benefits of the reverse for the sprint. So he was starting nowhere in both races. I mean, for the champion leader, who's looked so strong this year, this was a really, really poor race for him. He'll be very disappointed in this one. Uh, it was Roy Insani, though, who went into the wall on lap 15, and this brought the safety car out. Eventually, it took forever. It seems to be a thing with... At the FIA, at the minute, we saw it in Australia with Magnussen when he went into the wall in the F1. They're taking ages to bring out a safety car. I don't know what's going on there, um, but at this point, this is when I realised that Zane Maloney had unretired himself. Now I'm sure he did this in Bahrain as well, but he retired the car, then unretired the car. And I think he was like five laps down at this point, but behind the safety car, they go, okay, you can unlap yourself. So, I don't know if he's going to unlap himself just once, or all five times. I've never actually seen someone who's been lapped multiple times and a safety car comes out, not that I can remember. So, I have no idea what's going to happen here, but before he could unlap himself, he just retired the car again. So, Zayn Maloney, for the second time this year, DNFs twice from one race. Um yeah i think the safety car was waiting for maloney to go round. otherwise it would have come in a lap earlier but as the safety car goes oh you can go past he goes oh i'm gonna retire anyway so safety car ends on lap 19 and oh my with what was three laps to go we have the biggest drama of f2 this year so safety car comes in we have hauga leading the race from Martins. And then there was an almighty crash. Hauger, Martins, Deruva, Porsche, Duan, Leclerc, all crash on the same corner... Turn 1 after the safety car. Uh, Alex Jakes seemed to believe that it was just because behind the safety car, the tyres and the brakes got so cold, that when they tapped the brakes into turn 1, just none of their brakes worked. And they all went in. Der had a particularly uh, scary crash, because Martins had gone into the barrier, and he crashed into the back of him, flipping Martins up. Thankfully, of course, the halo was there, because the halo pushed the car over his head. But my god, what a terrifying crash for him there. But it did mean that the top three all crashed out here, and Frederick Vesti took the lead from Ollie Behrman, but at the end of sector two, Ollie Behrman does a dive bomb upon his teammate and takes the lead of the race, and the millisecond he took the lead of the race, the safety car came out. If he'd left it a lap later, it wouldn't have, it, he wouldn't have won the race, because the, the, the race eventually finishes behind the safety car, if Behrman had been a millisecond slower and hadn't got that done, he would have finished second. So the sprint race finishes behind safety car, and the safety car drives into the pit lane, and they wave the chequered flag over the pit lane, which I've never seen before. Uh, so Ollie Behrman wins the sprint race from his teammate Frederick Vesti, and it was uh, Jack Crawford in third place. Only 11 of the 20 drivers would finish the race. Proper, proper dramatic stuff. Very exciting and also very happy for Behrman to get his first win. On to the feature race now, and Behrman was on pole position because he had got pole on the Friday and he was looking to repeat his win from the sprint to complete an absolute masterclass here. Now, quickly talking about the qualifying, not only was it close from the top two, but there was 0.071 separating the top four drivers it was very close this whole weekend for f2 has been absolutely fantastic from qualifying to the sprint to the feature race Um, Yeah, As I said, Owasa though, not too great in qualifying and neither was uh, Isaac Hadjar, both of them decided in the future race to start on the mediums rather than the soft tyres. But when we go green it was a fantastic start for Oli Behrman and a great fight instantly between Porsche and Fittipaldi for P2 where uh, Theo Porsche gets it done pretty early on uh, he's. This is a very vital weekend in terms of the championship for because uh, As i said before, between um, he did well in Bahrain, but in Saudi he didn't do particularly well. He kind of got back on it a little bit in Australia, but this is his big chance here. This is his first big chance. Um, with Awasa having that dreadful qualifying, this is his chance to get points on his closest rival and after the crash in the sprint race, you know, he ruined that chance there, but he could get something good here, and that's what he's looking to do. so he got past Fittipaldi pretty quick and on lap 3 he was challenging Behrman and he took the lead off the uh, DRS straight into turn 1. But then the exact lap after, nearly a near identical move, Behrman took the lead back <laughs> on lap 4. It was fantastic stuff. Ollie Behrman looking incredible this weekend. Uh, Frederick Vesti was the first to pit on lap 7, followed by Deruva, Leclerc, Beauchamp and Dewan all pitting on the same lap. Fittipaldi would pit from lap three, sorry, pit from P three on lap eight, and then uh, Behman and Porsche would pit from first and second onto lap nine. At one point, there's a fantastic double overtake into turn two from Daruvula. Probably the overtake of the weekend so far, really good stuff, really good. Uh, Then we have Brad Benavidez, and we always talk about Brad Benavidez every week because he's not very good. Um, So we saw Brad Benavidez lock up and go off into the runoff area of turn uh, 3, and he kind of did the vessel spin that we saw from Baku last year, and went back out onto the track, everything's fine. The very next lap, he goes off into the runout area of turn four and he does the Vettel spin but crashes into the wall. E- embarrassing stuff that brought out the virtual safety car. Uh, the virtual safety car didn't last that long though because they got the car out pretty quickly because he was in the runoff area, that was fine, although it wasn't fine for Oyema Owasa, who was noted for a virtual safety car infringement and would eventually get a 5 second penalty. A awful weekend getting a lot worse for the championship leader. Uh, De though, is storming through the field and is up to P11 when he's about to go into P10 into turn one, where he just locks up a little bit, goes off the curb, goes off the track, and then cuts back on. I can't even remember who he cut off, but he cuts someone off. So, all those positions he built up over the last few laps lost them all, and he was then under investigation for joining the track in an unsafe manner. Uh, Vesti though as well, he'd be under investigation for driving erratically, I don't think we ever heard the end of that one, but we did hear the end for Deruvla, he would get a 10 second penalty, which um, the commentators were saying, oh that's very harsh, but I don't know if it really was, because if you look at it, he did cut that guy off, even though I can't remember who that guy was. There was a fantastic move though as we carry on. There was a battle between Fittipaldi and Tailport Chair for uh, P2 and Fittipaldi had the most beautiful move around the outside of turn 3 onto the inside of turn 4 for P2. Incredible stuff. So, at this point, it was Hadjar in the lead from Awasa, both of them hadn't pit. then it was Behrman Fittipaldi, poor chair. Hadjar finally pits on lap twenty five but Awasa stays out until lap twenty six Then I think he takes his five second penalty as well. Hadjar actually did very well. I think he ended up. Where did he end up finishing? I got the thing here. Isaac Hadjar ended up finishing p eight he did very well considering he was starting so far back. so without that penalty probably could have done that as well. Probably could have saved a few points for this awful weekend for him. But uh, then we just cut to the end because Ollie Behrman wins from Fittipaldi from Porsche. There's a very funny radio message from Fittipaldi where he has no idea what position he's in. Where he comes on the radio and goes, and where did I finish? And the guy just goes, this engineer just laughs at him. and goes, no, seriously, I have no idea. Where did I finish? And he was like... Are you joking? Fittabal's <laughs> like, what was it? we like, P5 or P6? He goes, no, Enzo, you're P2. It's like, oh my god. I love that. I love this kind of... That's another thing I love about F2 is they're a lot more fun. Because I think F1 sometimes can get a bit too serious. But it's a lot more fun within uh, the F2. And there's a lo- lovely little bit there. Porsche would uh, finish third. Iwasa, though, would have to settle for p 13 Yes, very bad weekend with him. We'd be looking to forget this one. But yeah, Ollie Behrman, pole position, sprint race win, fastest lap in the sprint race, and then winning the feature race. The only points he missed out on was the fastest lap in the feature race. Incredible, incredible stuff from him. He's been someone I've had my eyes on from the start of this season, just because, you know, he's a British driver in the Ferrari Academy. His surname is Bear Man. You know, that's all the things I want in a driver, really. I, You know, I think throughout this season, he's shown glimpses of how good he can be. But then, you know, something will happen. Like, in Bahrain, he was looking fantastic, then his tyres just dropped off, because he hadn't been looking after his tyres right. In the Saudi uh, sprint race, he was looking really good, then poor Cher just took him out. Like, it's been a mix of rookie mistakes... And things beyond his control. But, you know, we all knew that at one point the stars were going to align and he was going to show us how good he really is. And this weekend was that. Insane stuff. There's no doubt in my mind that he will go on to be in Formula 1. One day, Oli Behrman will be in the Ferrari in F1 and we'll talk about this weekend and say, that was the weekend where Oli Baer then put himself on the map. That was the one where everyone was like, okay, he's the guy. And he talked in his interview later after the race about, you know, is this the start of his championship battle? I mean, he's a long way off at the minute because he's had a bad start. But, you know, if he delivers like this consistently, he can definitely do it. He's in this. He's in of a chance here. Uh, in terms of the championship, I believe uh, Teo Poche now will take the lead of the championship. Let's just have a look on... The website has it updated in terms of points? It hasn't on there, that's annoying. Um, how about on this? No, okay, so I can't find a complete up to date uh standings. But Tailpoche must have to lead at the minute because he was only eight points off of Wasa before the future race, and he got way more than eight. Uh, this weekend, I don't even know where Asker will be, he might actually be third after this weekend, which is not great for him. But yeah, there's a lot of guys in good contention here. Ollie Behrman was in 13th place in the championship before this race, only had 14 points, so he would have jumped up quite considerably. You know, there's still a long, long way to go. From eight races, there's been six winners. Anything can happen in Formula 2. Anything can happen in this championship. And there's a lot of people competing for it. There's a very talented grid we've got this year. And I am loving watching you. I hope you love uh, listening to me talk about this. So make sure you hit subscribe because we'll be back for F2 in Imola which will be fantastic as well. There will be a video later on today talking about the F1. It may be a bit late because I am going away, but we'll wait and see. Until then, though, enjoy the F1, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.